0: Hello, this is Pastor Kong Hee. I want to thank you for joining us on our podcast. I pray that you'll be blessed in Christ, encouraged by the Word, and experience an encounter with God. Remember, knowing God and being known by Him is the greatest pursuit of life. Enjoy the message. What exactly is doctrine? Doctrine Doctrine is a set of beliefs and instructions that the senior leadership and theologians of every church or denomination formulate based on their best understanding of the Scripture. In Christian theology, there are three levels of doctrines. First of all, they are the first order doctrines. Now these are essentials that we must believe in because our salvation hinges on them. A denial of them is to deny Christianity itself. First-order doctrines are absolutes, which define the core beliefs of the Christian faith. You are not a Christian if you don't believe them. Some examples are the Trinity, the Humanity and Divinity of Christ, the Atonement of the Cross, Jesus' literal bodily resurrection, ascension and second coming, and the necessity of water baptism, etc. etc we will find most of the essentials mentioned in the Apostles' Creed and also in our church's statement of faith. Now, secondly, there are the second-order doctrines. These are beliefs that Christians may disagree upon. That is why we have different churches and denominations. But they are spiritual convictions which significantly impact the overall character and ministry style of a church. They form the DNA of a congregation. So while there's only one gospel, one essential body of truth that defines us as Christians, our various doctrines, based on our best understanding of the Bible, result in the distinctiveness among different churches and denominations. For example, City Harvest Church was founded as a Protestant, Evangelical, Pentecostal church. As Protestants, we believe in the five solas, which are central to the doctrine of salvation. Scripture only, faith only, grace only, Christ only, for God's glory only. As evangelicals, we believe in the inspiration, infallibility, and inerrancy of Scripture. We believe that the Holy Spirit is our teacher and will help us in understanding the Bible. We need or oh, we believe in the need for a personal conversion through a, the born-again experience and therefore the importance of evangelism. Now, as Pentecostals, we believe in the baptism in the Holy Spirit, the private and public speaking in tongues, the importance of charismatic gifts, the primacy of the 5 ministries in the church. We believe in divine healing and deliverance in Jesus' name the blessings of prophecies, and prophetic worship and ministries, and that signs and wonders and miracles are a normal part of the Spirit-filled life. These are the spiritual convictions that make City Harvest Church who we are. It defines our spiritual character and ministry. To forsake them will radically alter the DNA of our church so we don't reject speaking in tongues even publicly, hallelujah, or praying for the sick, or prophecy, or even prophetic worship, or faith for miracles in Jesus' name. If we do, we won't be City Harvest Church anymore. This is our DNA. In order to fulfill the purpose for which we were founded in 1989, these are doctrines we hold dear to in our lives. We are Protestant, Evangelical, Pentecostal. Now, thirdly, there are the third order doctrines. These are beliefs that Christians may disagree over, but we can still remain in close fellowship within a local church. They are usually subjective opinions or unsettled mysteries concerning less clear issues in the Bible that are not worth dividing or splitting a congregation over. For example, should we use alcoholic or non-alcoholic wine during Holy Communion? In fact, is it even okay to drink wine? Or should we abstain from all alcohol? How often should we have Holy Communion? Should we use the King James Version, the New King James or the NIV as the official Bible of the church? How bright should the century be during a time of praise and worship? What about tattoos? Are they allowed for Christians? For me personally, these are third-order doctrines. These are issues not worth splitting hairs over. We can still happily fellowship and serve God together in the same church, even if we disagree on them. How do we know which category and issue falls within? Is it in the first, second, or third-order doctrines? Well, we need to consider a number of things. A. Biblical clarity how clear is it taught in the Bible? B, relevance to the character of God. Does it exhort God's holiness, God's love, God's truth? C, relevance to the essence of the gospel. Is it by grace only, through faith only, in Christ only? D, Biblical frequency and significance. How often in the scripture is this being taught? What weight? does the Bible place upon it? E, effect on other doctrines. Does this contradict other truths? F, consensus among Christians. Is this a generally accepted truth both in the present and in the past 2000 years of church history? G, effect on personal and church life. Does this help our members to be more Christ-like? Does this help our church live for Jesus and for the gospel. All these must be considered to determine how important an issue is to the Christian faith. The ability to correctly discern the differences between core essentials, spiritual convictions, and legitimately disputable matters will keep a church from compromising on important truths or having factions and divisions resulting from disagreement over peripheral issues. So let's not have factions in this spiritual family. Let's have a genuine unity birth through a real conviction of the truths the Holy Spirit has illuminated to us from the Bible as we best understood them. Amen.